version of this song. <laughs> As you can tell, Felix is stuck in the past because he's always talking about fossil fuels. Uh, clean coal. Along, yeah, along the Cedar River south of Renton, the remains of a coal mining operation and the ghost town that was once a bustling home to the miners might contain the clues necessary to help solve a mystery related to one of the boys in the boat. Here's our resident historian, Felix Bunnell. So this story has three specific elements I'd like to lay out in advance. You might want to take notes. It will be on the midterm. Um, next slide, please. Now, the first element is the Franklin Mine Disaster of August 1894. That's the second deadliest mine accident in Washington history. 37 men were killed. The worst was in Roslyn in 1892 with 45 killed. Now, the mine in Franklin Town Site is about three miles east of Black Diamond in South King County. The second element is the ghost town of Cedar Mountain, one of the many former mining towns in western Washington. The town site is about seven miles southeast of Renton on the Maple Valley Highway along the Cedar River. I'll get to the third and highly topical element, the boys in the boat connection, in just a moment. Now, I heard last week from Robin Adams. She's a local historian and blogger with a focus on South King County. We've shared her work a few times in the past uh, about the ruins of the old Long Acres horse racing track, about the ghost town of Vesey and an old powder house there along the railroad tracks near Enumclaw. Robin told me that back in the 1890s, a man named John Morris lived near Cedar Mountain. I had never heard of Cedar Mountain before, but Robin told me there was a coal mine and a mining town there from the 1880s to about the 1920s or so. Now, if you know the Maple Valley Highway, this is just south of the bridge at the Jones Road or 196 there near a small King County Park called Belmondo Reach. John Morris was one of 37 men who died in the explosion and fire at the mine in Franklin. When the bodies of victims were recovered from the mine, they buried some at Franklin, some at Black Diamond, and some at Renton but not John Morris. They took a train from Franklin and they brought the bodies, slowly made stops all along the way to all these places. And I have a Seattle PI article that says point blank that he was taken to Cedar Mountain to be buried and his wife, by the way, was pregnant. Now, so John Morris was the only Franklin victim to be buried at Cedar Mountain, but where exactly is the mystery? Robin Adams says no one's really sure whether or not there was a cemetery in Cedar Mountain back then and that he was buried in town, or if John Morris was buried on his homestead across the river and north of town, a mile up a pretty steep hill near what's now the neighborhood around Lake Kathleen. Now, all of this is plenty interesting on its own, a victim of an infamous disaster whose rural gravesite is now lost somewhere in what's become suburbs. I had to see some for myself, so I met up with Robin at Belmondo Reach. This is near the old Cedar Mountain town site. She told me one more fact that makes a search for John Morris's grave even more even more interesting. He had three children. He had two sons and a daughter. His son, Herbert, had a son named Herbert Roger, who became went by Roger Morris, who was a boy in the boat. If you look at the picture, he's the one wearing the light-colored trunks. Yeah, and sure enough, in that famous wow. pic of the shirtless rowers standing there holding their oars, the guy on the far left is the only one wearing light-colored trunks, and that's Roger Morris, who, who passed away in 2009 at age 94 and whose grandfather is buried somewhere at Cedar Mountain. The Seattle PI called him the last surviving link to one of Seattle's greatest sports achievements. Now, from the parking area at Belmondo Reach, if you walk in pretty much any direction, you start coming across relics, literally tripping over these big artifacts left over from the Cedar Mountain Mine, the concrete foundation of an old scale house, a big concrete pad with rusty old steel fittings that might be uh, for guy wires from an old bridge or part of the water system, this massive concrete structure that was for the mine hoist. The Cedar River there is beautiful, too. Now, I love this kind of thing. You look at a patch of classic northwest vegetation, you know, the fir trees and cedar with moss, blackberry bushes and mud, and then your eyes are drawn to some big piece of heavy, unexplained evidence of previous human folly. 
I think that's not an uncommon thing around here, pretty much anywhere you park. Now, Robin Adams is clearly jazzed about this stuff. I asked her just why it's so important. I keep saying this on all my articles. Time makes things disappear, make a road disappear, makes a town disappear, makes a mine disappear. It's just, it's gone, and we forget about it. And Cedar Mountain's one of the worst. It's not taken care of by Renton, not taken care of by Maple Valley, so nobody seems to have really a grip on it. And here we have this memory. There's some memory there. You can hear the rain uh, landing on the blackberry leaves there in that tape. Now, part of the memory there is the printed record, and thanks to Robin, the mystery has a lot of documentation. She's been combing through local archives. She's collected a bunch of maps and photos and diagrams and these timber cruising surveys from 100 years ago. She's also in close touch with King County, with history museums in Renton and Black Diamond. Turns out the Black Diamond Museum folks have been searching for John Morris's grave, too. And she also reached out to the family of John Morris. Well, I talked to the, to the great-grandson, and he was kind of interested, but... I think they've just kind of given up on that part because I think they tried. Two ladies showed up at Black Diamond decades ago asking, do you know where it's at? They said that the family lore is we used to walk uphill. Even uh, Black Diamond doesn't know and they've had extensive records. So, and I, my friend Dow who belongs to, you know, as a volunteer, he's even been digging in the records. He can't find it, anything there either. In case you didn't catch that, two ladies from the Morris family came to the Black Diamond Museum back in the 60s, and they said family lore was that the grave was uphill from the town site. So maybe that means it's still up there in that neighborhood that sprouted up around Lake Kathleen. Now, Robin Adams says the next step is trying to figure out if there were other deaths in Cedar Mountain that might have meant a cemetery being there, or maybe just following the mystery uphill to Lake Kathleen. So we're going to have to figure out, is there more is there more deaths? Cut down the area, do a little more search ourselves. But then it could just turn out to be canvassing neighborhoods flyers, postcards. You know, when the mystery is solved, I'm going to write the screenplay. George Clooney's going to direct and will play me in the film. Um, there's also, uh, I have an 1889 photo of Cedar Mountain on my Facebook page. We'll have the full story later at My Northwest. I want to thank my pal Lee Corbin for some extra research assistance with this really cool mystery. Yeah, another history mystery. Thank you, Felix Pinnell. <laughs> All at MyNorthwest.com. It is 6.30.